Welcome in to episode 51 of College Sports Today. We're coming to you on WLRZ at 99.3 FM. And we're also coming to you online at theronian.com, rss.com, and Spotify. This is your host, Hamilton Neal. Today here on the show, we're talking all things women's college basketball. And we're talking about the AP preseason top 25 poll. Obviously, South Carolina dominant last year one of the best seasons that that school has ever had national championship with two losses led by Aliyah Boston Bria Bielzai Cook Leticia Meher those are the other seniors on this team going into their fourth season with the program Victoria Saxton she's back for a fifth year and paired with Aliyah Boston those two proved to be elite offensively and defensively last year and then the backcourt has some interesting pieces along with Zai Cook you have Raven Johnson and Kira Fletcher Raven Johnson is a little bit flashier. She can shoot the ball from the outside, can really mix it up on the inside as well. And she's going to bring a different dynamic because Zia Cook is a decent outside shooter. Again, Fletcher, not as much of that offensive threat. Raven's going to bring that ability to shoot the three and shoot it at an elite level. So I think for South Carolina, this is even going to be a different team than last year. While most of the pieces look the same, those few new players, Raven Johnson, Kira Fletcher, those players are going to have a big impact. And again, I think it's Johnson on the offensive end and Fletcher on the defensive end. So coming into the season, you got to feel like South Carolina is going to win the championship again, but there are some other strong contenders. Stanford, like South Carolina, they bring most of their roster back from last year. Haley Jones is back as a senior. You have Cameron Brink on the interior, joined by Lauren Betts, top-ranked freshman in 2022. Then you have Fran Belibi. Very athletic 3-4 kind of player. Hannah Jump is a knockdown shooter from the outside. Ashton Prechtel can hit the three as a post player. And then you have Kiki Arafin and Brooke Dimitri, two sophomores that really didn't play a whole lot last year, but I think are going to get in the mix a little bit more this year. And again, much like with South Carolina, Stanford is so well coached by Tara Vanderveer. The offense is going to be great. The defense is going to be sound. And again, with Brink, Betts, Belibi, and Prechtel, you have the best quartet of post players in America. Even better than South Carolina. South Carolina has the best individual post player in Aaliyah Boston, and maybe even the best duo in Boston and Saxon. But when you're talking about depth in the post, nobody rivals what the Stanford Cardinal has right now. Nobody rivals them. So again, love what they have. Texas at three, more of a backcourt-oriented team. Rory Harmon back as a sophomore, really lit it up as a freshman. Shaylee Gonzalez from BYU, somebody that was really deliberating about whether to stay at BYU, even with the coaching change, or to go. And she was recruited by a ton of schools. Once she decided to leave, Texas became the place. Sonia Morris comes from DePaul. And then Taylor Jones. She comes in from Oregon State. Somebody that in the post has a ton of size, can bring physicality. Those are the highlights of a Vic Schaefer team. Good backcourt play and strong post play as well. Deona Gaston and Aaliyah Moore, a couple of X-Factors on that team as well. So expect some great things from Texas. Definitely a Final Four contender. Back-to-back Elite Eights under Vic Schaefer. He's changing the direction of this program. No longer is it an exit in the round of 32 or the Sweet 16. They're going to Elite Eights, competing for Final Fours now. Obviously, we know how good Caitlin Clark is. With Paige Beckers out, 
the best individual player in the country when you just look at statistics, when you look at her skill set. But the one thing that concerns me about Iowa is their defense. Last year, they were ranked 99th in the country according to her hoop stats. This is the one thing that's holding Iowa back from legitimately competing for a national championship and maybe even winning a national championship because they can outscore anybody. They can score 85, 90 points a game, but they give up so much. And when they play those other high-scoring teams, it's going to be a shootout. Even if they had a top 50 defense, they would be in better position. If they don't improve on the defensive end, they're going to be upset in the tournament just like they were this past year. They lost in the second round. And a big part of that was because they couldn't defend. For Tennessee, they bring in a ton of high-profile transfers. Jasmine Powell from Minnesota, Ricky Jackson from Mississippi State, Jasmine Franklin from Missouri State, Jelaine Hollingshed from Georgia, very good basketball player as well. And you have that quartet, that group, joining Tamari Key, joining Jordan Horston, Jordan Walker, Sarah Puckett, and Justine Passat, top-ranked freshman. And again, with Paige Beckers out for UConn, they're a little weaker. I was streaky on the defensive end. I think that gives Tennessee a little bit of an open door to try to compete for that Final Four. And again, same thing for Texas as well. Those two schools are trying to break through and get back to the elite status that they were once at. Not just being a top-ranked team, but being a true legitimate championship contender. 6 through 10, starting with UConn, obviously. Superstar Paige Becker's out for the season. She's going to be more of a student coach this year, going to see things more from the sideline, from a coach's lens as opposed to from a player's lens. So she's going to help players like AZ Fudd, her best friend, Caroline Ducharme. Those two are sophomores this year. Aaliyah Edwards, Dorka Uhas, those two players are going to anchor the post. Ayanna Patterson and Ice Brady are two interesting freshmen that I think could have an impact on this team this year. And then you have Nika Meal and Lou Lopez Senechal. So all these players I just mentioned, this is the nucleus for UConn. This is what they're moving forward with. Fudd and Ducharme played really well as freshmen last year. Ducharme played well and played most of her action when Paige Backers was out. AZ Fudd played with Backers, played without Backers, missed 12 games due to a foot injury, though. So if she's 100%, she's going to be one of the best players in America. Aliyah Edwards and Dorky Uaz, these are the two players that that really concerned me for UConn. So we talked about Iowa having a streaky defense. UConn has a streaky front court because Edwards plays well sometimes. Uhas plays well sometimes. We didn't see them play well together that much last year. And if UConn's going to make another Final Four this year, Edwards and Uhas have to be in sync and the backcourt has to be special. And Lulopez Senechal, a transfer from Fairfield has to be good as well. So we'll see just how good UConn is this year without Paige Beckers. I think her presence is going to help. I think we'll see just how good this team is as we get into the early part of the season because they're playing most of their competitive games early in the season. So again, when you look at their schedule, facing teams like Iowa, facing teams like North Carolina State, like Louisville, South Carolina down the line, we'll see very quickly how good this UConn team is without Paige Beckers and if they can withstand a whole season without Paige Beckers in the lineup. We're going to take a quick break here on the show. When we come back, we'll pick back up with Louisville and go on through the rest of the top 10 and talk about a couple of teams that are underrated outside the top 10. Stay tuned. You're listening to College Sports Today on WLRZ 99.3 FM and also on LRN News. We'll be right back.
We are back here on College Sports Today, picking things back up in our preseason top 25 look with the Louisville Cardinals. This is a Louisville team that last year went to a Final Four, really didn't compete in that national semifinal game against the South Carolina Gamecocks, ended up winning the championship. But this is a team that has good backcourt talent. Haley Van Lith is back as a junior. Morgan Jones and Chrislin Carr come in as transfers. Jones from Florida State, Carr from Syracuse. So obviously Louisville, as always, they're good in the backcourt. We know how good they're going to be in that regard. But just like with UConn, the post kind of worries me here with the cards. Olivia Cochran and Liz Dixon are good. But for Louisville to win a national championship, they're going to have to be more than good. They're going to have to be great, elite. And I really just haven't seen that from the front court yet. It's not just those two players. I'm not singling out Dixon and Cochran exclusively. The whole post group, with what they have, it's just not good enough right now. But if they can grow into the roles and grow into scoring and rebounding options, then I think Louisville's going to be in a great position. Iowa State, offense all across the board, just like with their in-state rival, Iowa, they're really, really good. Emily Ryan, Lexi Donarski, Ashley Jones. That is the most underrated trio coming into the season. And I think I said it last year, that they were the most underrated trio in women's college basketball a year ago. I think the same thing right now. I think they're still super underrated. Donarski is a knockdown three-point shooter. Ryan has that size. And Ashley Jones is just electric. She's going to go down as the best player in Iowa State women's basketball history. So again, for Iowa State, just like with their in-state rival Iowa, it's going to come down to improved defensive play. If they're not better on that side of the basketball, then they're not going to beat a team like South Carolina. Iowa State ran into South Carolina last year, just couldn't get over the hump because they weren't they weren't good enough on the defensive end. They didn't have enough on that side of the basketball, and South Carolina's defense held them down. And teams like Iowa State and Iowa, they can't really compete well in low-scoring games because they're so used to that high-octane offense, three-point shooting. And when they're held down, they don't have that other gear to go into. So if they can find that second gear outside of three-point shooting high-octane offense, I think they'll be good. Notre Dame, they return Olivia Miles and Dara Mabry in the backcourt. Sonia Sitron is very good on the wing. Maddie Westbelt, good as a wing prospect as well. Then they bring in some transfers. Kylie Watson from Oregon, Lauren Ebo from Texas, and Jenna Brown from the Stanford Cardinal. This is a Notre Dame team that's very well coached by Neil Ivey. It's a team that I think has the chops, and I think they have the personnel to compete for a Final Four this year. It's just going to be about the little things because they're good enough offensively. They're good enough defensively. It's just about attention to detail and execution. And when I say that, you're probably thinking about the Sweet 16 where they lost to NC State, had that turnover late. If they didn't turn it over, they probably would have won, ended up playing UConn in that Elite Eight game. So for Notre Dame, just about execution and attention to detail. North Carolina State at number 10, they have some pieces as well. River Baldwin comes from Florida State. Sonia Rivers is a transfer from South Carolina. Mimi Collins comes in from Maryland. Very strong post player, somebody that can really help them in the absence of an Alyssa Cunane, somebody who's off to the WNBA. So again, for NC State, much like some of these other top 10 teams, relying on the transfer portal, they're bringing talent back as well. Diamond Johnson, Jakia Brown-Turner, Jada Boyd, just some players to keep an eye on for them as well. Again, I think that's an Elite A caliber team. I don't think they're a Final Four team at this point, but maybe they can surprise us and uh, go into that other gear. So that's the top 10. And just a breakdown of the personnel that those teams have. 11 through 20 starts with Indiana, followed by North Carolina, Virginia Tech, Ohio State, Oklahoma, LSU, Maryland, Baylor, Arizona, and Oregon. And to finish 21 through 25 is Creighton, Nebraska, South Dakota State, Princeton, and Michigan. Maryland and Baylor are 17 and 18. 
two well-coached teams, Brenda Freese leading Maryland, Nikki Collin going in to her second season at Baylor. I think she's doing a tremendous job with that program right now. And even though they got upset last year early in the NCAA tournament, they have a lot of talent coming back. Obviously, Melissa Smith is a huge loss to the WNBA. But overall, I like that Baylor roster. Oregon is very well coached by Kelly Graves. And keep an eye on Princeton. Princeton is a tremendous basketball team. They lost Abby Myers to Maryland in the transfer portal, but they have some good talent coming back as well and will be the best team in the Ivy League yet again. That's all the time we have on this episode of College Sports Today. Thank you for taking the time to listen as you always do. And as always, we have enjoyed bringing this episode to you. And as always, we want to give a special thanks to everybody at Lenoran University, the College of Fine Arts and Communications, and WLRZ 99.3 FM. This is Hamilton Neal signing off. I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening.